Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm George Lizas, spiritual teacher, psychic killer, and number one best-selling author. It wasn't long ago that I was stuck in a soul-draining job held back by fears and limiting beliefs that stopped me from following my purpose and making a positive impact in the world. Fast forward past many hours of inner work and lessons learned, I now write books and teach courses to help you find and follow your purpose too. I created the Lit Up Lightworker podcast to empower you with simple, actionable, step-by-step spiritual tools and practices to overcome what holds you back and light up the world. If you're a spiritual seeker yearning for a more soulful and purposeful life, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Lightworker, welcome to another episode of the Lead Up Lightworker podcast. Before we get started today, let me remind you that my third book, Protect Your Light, is now available to order globally on Amazon. In the book, you'll learn powerful practices to cleanse, to shield, to strengthen your energy. You'll get to cut cords to toxic relationships, 
remove psychic daggers of attack and other negative energy attachments, and even learn how to effectively protect your energy online. Don't forget that when you order the book, you get the Psychic Scanning Online Workshop for free, during which I'll guide you to turn on your psychic vision and scan your body for all types of energy attack so you can clear them. And you can go to protectyourlightbook.com to get all the details. My other book, Lightworkers Gotta Work, also has another offer. When you get the book, you get the Live Purpose Bootcamp for free, and you can go to lightworkersgottawork.com to get all the details about that. Also, be sure to download one of my free guides in the description of this episode that will help guide your spiritual journey. You'll find guides on finding your purpose, developing your intuition, and protecting your energy. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with your friends, to rate and subscribe. That's going to be really helpful to letting others discover it too. So let's talk about today's episode. We're talking about energy vampires. And let me start with a question. Have you ever had one of those days when you're interacting with someone and then suddenly you feel drained or a bit low or just off? If that's the case, you might have just had a run-in with an energy vampire. Energy vampires aren't your classic scary movie villains, though. They're everyday people that we all know. They're the friend you have who always complains, yet never takes your advice. They're the co-worker who can't find a silver lining, even if it was shining right at them, or that person who just can't resist a juicy bit of gossip. Now, these individuals, often without realizing it, have an energy that feels heavy, and it can be tough being around them. Their vibes can take over a room, turning a good day sideways. Now, it's always good to remember that many of these energy vampires might be dealing with their own issues. They're not necessarily bad people. They're just people with a lot on their plate, and therefore sometimes that spills over. But the good part is that you can learn to protect your energy and keep shining bright despite that. If you've already read my book, Protect Your Light, you already have a toolkit of practices that you can use to do so. Now, in her book, Energy Healing for Empaths, Lisa Campion goes into greater depth on energy vampires specifically, talking about the different types, such as the narcissistic type, and offers guidance on setting clear boundaries and protecting your energy from them. So in this episode, you will learn the three types of energy vampires and how to spot them, basic energy management skills to keep your energy strong and robust, practical ways to protect your time, your energy and money from an energy vampire, what to do if you happen to be an energy vampire, and how to diagnose a spiritual issue because you know what, not all energy vampires are people. When you're done listening to this episode, make sure to come within your Spiritual Toolkit Facebook group and let us know how you enjoyed it. Enjoy this episode with Lisa Campion. Lisa Campion is the author of the number one best-selling books, The Art of Psychic Reiki and the award-winning Energy Healing for Empaths, as well as the upcoming books, Awakening Your Psychic Ability and Psychic Awakening Journal. She's a psychic counselor and Reiki master teacher with over 30 years of experience who specializes in training emerging psychics, empaths, and healers to fully step into their gifts since the world needs all the healers it can get. Lisa, welcome to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Oh, thank you so much, George. I'm so happy to be here and to, to speak with you again. I loved having you on my podcast. 
and I'm so pleased to be here with you today. Yes, and I was telling, as I was telling Lisa earlier, our work is so aligned, so I know we're going to have such a fabulous conversation about your book, Energy Healing for Empaths. But before we get into it, I want to hear briefly about your story in getting to awaken to your psychic abilities and coming to this stage right now where you're teaching empaths and psychics how to do this as well. So thank you. Yeah, so I was definitely one of those very psychic children. I was born with my gifts and uh, I was born in the 60s. So I was growing up in the in the 60s, 70s and 80s and it was extremely unusual um, to talk about it. I don't think it was so unusual to have it but nobody talked about it. It wasn't something you could find a podcast on or find even books about. So I spent a lot of my childhood, first of all, trying to pretend I was normal and fit in, pop, you know, fit in and not be considered crazy, right? And, and then I also spent a lot of time trying to figure out what was happening for me. And it was, my experience was kind of 50-50 with understanding myself as an empath and seeking to do that. And also understanding the psychic experiences that I was having. Um, and I, I mean, I've just had a very lucky and spirit driven journey to, to get to the point where I am now. But I eventually, um, you know, started working as a psychic when I was 19, that was like 1987. <laughs> And, um, and there was nobody talking about it, nobody doing it. So I really had to learn everything the hard way. And I'm very excited about being able to sh share what I've learned over the years and help people who are emerging, who are just realizing they have gifts or the young people who are coming in even more psychic than I ever was now um, to help them understand it the easy way and not kind of have to suffer, you know, and, and feel like they're crazy or feel overwhelmed the way that I did. Yes, and I think yeah. it's really important that, I mean, although it was hard for you to go through it the hard way, it's really, you're in a very powerful position right now to teach it in an easier way for people That's right. that uh, maybe they, they, they don't have the same kind of struggles that you went through, but at the same time, yeah. there's so much content right now. Sometimes it can get overwhelming and sometimes you can be misled. So it's wonderful mm -hmm. to have someone like you with 30 years of experience to guide a new generation of psychics. I think that's yes. wonderful Thank because you. we need training. And that's something that I yeah. found in my own career that there is, isn't a lot of training for psychics. And it's so important because the spirit mm -hmm. world, it's like it's complicated and you need to know how to navigate it. So let's yeah. talk about empaths because, and I want to talk about empaths and energy vampires because I love how you talk about energy vampires in the book you go into depth about it but let's first define our terms most people are familiar with the term empath i'm empathic i feel other people's emotions but i want to hear you a little bit talk about what is an empath yeah i really think that it's kind of like a spiritual calling you know so i see kind of the deeper um purpose behind it and i love how much you talk about purpose but i i feel like our life purpose is to serve to help to be healers in some way, not everybody has a healing practice the way I do. Some people are just serving where they are, you know, like showing up in the world and helping in in corporations or with their families or wherever they're already working. But I, I do feel like it, it's our, those gifts that we have the ability to tell what people are feeling inside their bodies or what their emotions are, or even a lot, think, tell what they're thinking. Because I think many empaths have the ability to read the thoughts of others as well. Um, that that is to sh show us is like it's like a built-in diagnostic machine, a built-in MRI X-ray machine for people who are are meant to serve and help other people. That's really, I think, the the deeper part of it. And until we learn how to manage our sensitivity and 
so that we can be in the world on a day-to-day -day basis, it really does feel like a, a curse. Like it doesn't feel like a gift, but the good news is when we do learn how to manage our sensitivity in all the ways you talk about in your book and that I, I do as well, um, you know, then we can make that transition to feeling sort of victimized by being oversensitive and step into the power of what our gifts really are. Cause I do think it is a superpower for sure. Yes, and I love that you talk about the purpose of being an empath because I 100% agree with you. We come here for the purpose of serving. And, yeah. and sometimes when we don't know how to manage our energy skills and our energy in general, then we overserve, And that's when yes. we start exhausting ourselves or allow energy vampires to abuse us and therefore mm -hmm. deplete us and prevent us from following their purpose, which is why it's so important to learn how to heal our energy, replenish our energy and protect our energy. So let's talk about these type of energy vampires that we've all encountered as empaths. In the mm. book, you talk about three types of energy vampires. Can you share this with us? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that let's start with the predatory or the narcissistic type. I think that's the one we all kind of think about the most. And it is definitely if you've had an encounter with that, something you're going to remember, <laughs> like you're going to need therapy and energy work and you probably crashed your health and all those things too. But, um, but I know we all have had experiences with that. And those people are really like the, the shape shifting predatory, like sort of psychopathic narcissists, you know, that really have, um, no, um, a way to, they don't know how to source their own energy. So they latch onto somebody like us and, and they're really incredible. Like, like almost like method actors, you know, like they, they, they're, they're very psychic. So they feel what it is you need and want, and they shape shift into being that person sort of like, that's where they set the hook and they go kind of through that love bombing stage. And if you, anyone has read about narcissistic abuse or, you know, that whole um, movement out there, which is super helpful for people. If we have been with, uh, you know, a predatory energy vampire, we need that work, but that's, where and they just once they set the hook then they start to drain us and it can be your life force energy your money your time your attention your credit the gas in your car the food in your fridge everything that you have they take and they they don't really have any remorse when they've drained you dry they move on they just get up and find somebody else and we are that sort of supply that narcissistic supply that battery that they need and it's it's really a problem Yes, and I feel yeah. like we've all experienced the narcissistic yes. personality type in one way or the other. So what is the second Absolutely. type of an energy vampire? I'm guessing it's something more subtle, more covert. It is. It is more subtle. I call it the victim vampire. And there are people who, um, and I'm not saying that we haven't all been victimized because we all have been through difficulties and had hard things that, you know, we've had to deal with. But the victim vampire really, like, they don't sort of move on from whatever's happened. They learn how to use... Um, their 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 story, their pain, their suffering as kind of a currency, you know, for um, they need help, they can't do it. They have, they need you to show up for them. They, they tend to be very drama, trauma addicted. So they're the friend that calls you with the same drama, trauma they've had every single time you talk to them, they talk, talk, talk for an hour. Tell me about it. They, they don't have, they don't have an interest in changing. So they don't really want to hear, take your advice or do and they're like, oh, I feel so much better uh, for talking to you. And then as soon as you want to talk about yourself, they're like, gotta go. And oh, gosh. you know yes. that, 
that's really like and you just literally i remember that, a conversation like that when i was quite young literally like laying down on the floor taking a nap <laughs> like afterwards i couldn't even move and i was like oh that's they're sneaky and they i think they're less they're less conscious of the fact that they're doing this i mean they can be quite manipulative but if you and they use guilt sort of as a lot of their manipulation but if you say you know you're really an energy vampire they're quite they're often quite <gasps> shocked they don't they don't wake up in the morning and say how can i george how can i drain george to death today they just they're just hustling trying to get through the day like we all are in a way but this is their model and uh, this is their way they've learned to do it and we need to set boundaries we just need like narcissistic kind you just kind of have to cut and run if you can you just kind of have to get away but this type is a victim type we need to set boundaries and say no you need to decide how much time you're willing to spend and then stick to that hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature sleep number smart beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together jd power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store and now save 50 percent on the sleep number limited edition smart bed for a limited time for jd power 2023 award information visit jdpower.com awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com i've had most experience with these types of, uh, yeah. of energy vampires i call them drama queens and kings uh, <laughs> yeah. because and, and i've had a few of them in my life and i find i don't know from your experience i found that many empaths we draw them into our lives because yeah. we want to help and and therefore we want to practice our skills so we draw them like to give them a reading yeah. for example or just try to help yeah. them and practice our skills until it becomes too much and they constantly latch on our energy field sucking yeah. away all our energy and we feel completely drained i've had to cut yeah. so many people out of my life and Me you're too. right setting boundaries was so important and it's mm. so liberating and now i'm so yeah stingy with my time and energy because yeah. i know that i have to direct it in a, in the right way for me to create maximum impact in my life so mm -hmm. what is the third type of an energy vampire this is something i think we all can relate to and this is a situational energy vampire and i think we all fall on hard times you know and there are times in our lives where we just are under so much stress we're under so much change Maybe you're going through an, an illness or you divorce or a breakup or you've been through a natural disaster that, you know, this is happening all over the world right now um, where you're just in a tough time and you don't have anything to give and you, you need you need help. You need help. And once the situation is resolved, you will shift out of that state. So I, I really want people to think about energy vampirism as something that we all can fall into because Actually, there's a fourth kind, and that is the empaths themselves. And there's always this moment where I have to, like, hold everyone's hand and 
tell tell all the empaths I love them, but our, they, we need to make sure we are not now become, we've not become so drained that we are now an energy vampire. And this happens a lot to empaths. It's kind of the fourth kind, really. Oh gosh, so important. Yeah. I love that you're talking about empaths as well, sometimes being energy mm -hmm. vampires, because we always need to look within as well, whenever yes. it is we're attracting someone. And I found that whenever I've attracted energy vampires in my life, yes, I had to create boundaries and use energy tools to like, uh, like protect myself. But at the same time, eventually I had to look within and ask myself what within me is allowing this to happen. And there was a yeah. need that I wasn't seeing. There was a fear, a limiting belief, a trauma, something mm -hmm. that allowed it to come to the surface. And I found that's such an important part and a tough love point yeah. for lightworkers to take in. Now, right. in the book, you talk about lots of practical tools to, to setting boundaries. Can you share a couple with us? Sure. Yeah. I sort of break it into two categories. In the first category, because I started my life as an energy healer, I could really see that empaths have a different energy field than non-empathic people. And that we really are like a big sponge. And that outer layer of our bound of our energy field, instead of being like a bubble, it's like porous, like a sponge. And so the first thing that I always teach people to do is to address this and really to go inside, become a bubble, you know. Um, and to create an energetic boundary with the world, you know, and then learn some other found these foundational energy management techniques. You also talk a lot about in your book, how do we ground ourselves? How do we clear the energy we've picked up from other people? How do we replace our lost energy? And how do we be more energetically boundaried? And I, I talk about many, many different ways to do this. I use like a really quick breath and intention process of breathing and intending, imagining, visualizing that this, these things are happening. And I, I feel like once we have an energetic boundary, it kind of gives us a leg to stand on. It makes it a little stronger to do the harder boundary setting, which is actually the sort of psychological part of saying no, figuring out what we're a yes or a no to, and then learning how to deal with the complicated relationships and situations, how to set boundaries in your actual life with actual other people. I right. love that you combine the two practices because it's so important. It's not just the energy boundary work. It's also the, the physical boundary and yes. also the, the, the communication boundaries that we need mm. to, to implement as well. Sometimes we just put a shield around us and we feel like, okay, that's enough. But right. like you said, I, I find that the energy shield enables us and mm -hmm. strengthens us to learn how to say no. That's why that's right. um, I like to start with the energy boundary Me and too. then you feel so much more empowered to yes. step into and say you know what let's just take a break right i have to go <laughs> i know and i think that it's like a habit so we have a habit of being a sponge now we yeah. need a habit of being more boundaried and energetically and it's like building a muscle developing a muscle and if we practice these yes. energetic practices help us build this muscle that we can then use in other in other areas of like how you actually have to say no and how do you feel when you're a yes or a no um because you know a lot of times like one of the things i do is i try to never say yes in the moment i always people ask me things i always say let me get back to you i gotta check my calendar i'll be back to you in, tomorrow in 24 hours because i always want to say yes in the moment i'm like of course i, I feel that person i want to help i really care and possibly care we really yes. are so kind. We're so compassionate. We, and and it, it's our purpose to care and to help. 
you know, so we feel it in the moment. And I've just learned how to say, I'll get back to you. And I literally have to sit alone in a room by myself with my calendar and kind of meditate and look at my, think about what are my goals? What am, does this in alignment with what I need to do right now? How much time do I have? Like all these factors. And then I can feel in my body usually if I'm a yes or a no. And then I, I've practiced a lot of really, really nice ways to say no. Yes. Uh, one of my, uh, first of all, I love this hack of like not saying yes immediately and giving it some time so you can go and plan. And mm. I've also practiced ways of saying no. And one of my favorite ways is you start by uh, acknowledging and thanking the other person. Thank you so much for this offer. Although I yeah. would love to attend, I blah, blah, blah. And then you mm -hmm. make an excuse. And this combination yes. softens it a little bit, but at the same yes. time, leaving the door open for a future collaboration, for example. Yeah, exactly. And I've also found that many empaths are afraid of saying no because they don't want to be aggressive or passive aggressive. And I found that the balance between the two is being assertive, which mm. means respecting your emotions, but also respecting the other person's emotions. So you're not being aggressive saying, no, I'm not going to do it. And no, is a complete answer. I mean, that works for a lot of people, but I feel for sensitive empaths, sometimes it doesn't. So we need no. to soften it a little bit by- Yeah, we need to be nice. Yes, acknowledge how the other person is feeling, but at the same time, respect how we're feeling as well. So mm -hmm. you're not being aggressive or passive aggressive. You're not being passive. You're being assertive. You're stating, you know yeah. what? This is who I am. This is what I want. This is what's happening. I had to okay. practice these things in yes. the mirror. Like I, I learned, I practice them. Like I wrote down like five or 10 examples and I just like, look myself in the mirror and say it until I could say it and hold my own eye contact and keep a smile on my face. You know, and yes. now they just kind of come out of me naturally and in, in a much better way. Yes, it's so hard when you're not used to saying no. I, I used to work with people and have them have I would request something and I, I told them mm. you just have to say no. And they couldn't, even though it was like role playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how we're programmed to be I yes know. people. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So let's shift this. Let's flip it around a little bit. What if we found out? someone's listening right now and, and, and be like, oh my God, I am a narcissistic energy vampire or I'm this kind of energy vampire. How do you start healing that? Mm. Well, I was surprised by when I came out with this book, how many people emailed me with that same question, you know? And I, you know, sometimes I would say like, we, we have to start with really doing that inner looking, you know, that you were talking about, like how going inside, what do we need? What do we lacking that we're trying to get from other people um, and how can we resource ourselves so we have full, a full energy tank and we don't need to I think so many people we just don't know how to source energy so we are all unconsciously stealing energy from each other all the time you know and so to become aware of that and to figure out what fills you up is really important and to practice empathy to practice putting yourself in somebody else's shoes like well if I like before I say this, how would I feel if somebody said it to me? Now, and past, we never have to do that because we're naturally, like we do that automatically without thinking about it. We're always thinking about how other people feel. But it is a skill that we can learn, you know, if we're not wired that way. And there are quite a lot of trainings actually on how to cultivate empathy if you don't have it. So you can learn, you can take a class in that. Yeah, there's so many plus both psychological and spiritual. And speaking yeah. of the spiritual and the energetic, you talked about we need to learn how to source energy for ourselves. I find this fascinating. Mm -hmm. Can you share a little tip on how we can start 
like sourcing our own energy and nurturing it. Uh, this is how I call it in in my work, like nurturing your life, nurturing your energy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think there there's a lot to it. And there's a, a lot sort of the, from the earth itself has a lot of energy. So we when we ground and we learn to connect to the earth, we can always draw energy up, you know, into us from the earth. I think that we, that's one of my daily practices. Um, I think that we need to nurture our body so we can draw energy from sunlight, from the food that we eat, from the, the self-care that we do, from sleeping, from things like that we overlook as being unimportant, like play, like creativity, you know? Um, play and creativity are two, I think, of the most powerful ways we we fill our energy tanks. I think about, I like to think about an energy tank. Like you have a gas tank in your car you don't expect your car to drive without putting gas in it that's crazy who would expect that but we expect ourselves all the time to function at our peak level without putting energy in our energy tank and uh, it can be the simplest thing for me it's unscheduled time which is something I almost never get <laughs> you know what I mean like time with nothing to do time so in nature powerful. time with friends so right it's so or time to play playing or just doing creative things. So I recommend people make a list of the top 10 things that you know puts energy in your energy tank. And I say, I put it on my fridge because sometimes you stick your head in the fridge and what you're, you're not really looking for food. What you're looking for is this other form of energy, you know? And I think the last thing is really spiritual. We need, we, we can draw spiritual energy and that's, like having a spiritual practice like meditation or um yoga or tai chi or connecting with guides like angels and you know pray prayer church synagogue temple whatever you do um this earthly energy and this divine energy we can always just absorb it if we intend to and we connect to those sources and then we need to take care of ourselves really it's really like yeah. optimizing our whole lifestyle. This is something yeah. that I teach when I in my in, in course intuition mastery school that I also train like psychics in doing this work. And we have an entire module on optimizing your lifestyle, like food, meditation, spiritual yeah. practice, relationships, like the yeah. house we live in, the energy of the house. Mm -hmm. It all has to nurture our intuitive abilities, our energy, so that we don't yeah. search for it in substances, in people, right. in activities, in hobbies, in whatever it is we choose to abuse, our drug of choice. Yes. Oh my goodness, Lisa, what a powerful conversation. I feel like we could talk for hours because we're on the same page and I love <laughs> talking to you. And thank you so much for sharing, first of all, for writing this book and for sharing this time with us. Can you please let everyone know where they can get your book from? Sure, yeah, anywhere. Books are sold, Amazon, um, any local bookstore that you have are places you can get it on my website, which is lisacampion.com. I'd love it if you know you would come by and visit. I have a lot of resources, free resources for empaths, especially available on my website. So come over and visit. And of course, be sure to go check out Energy Healing for Empaths by Lisa Campion. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Have a lovely rest oh, of your day. Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Before you go, make sure to grab your free workbook to find your life purpose at georgelizas.com forward slash life purpose. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 